Thought Bubble Audio. I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch with us. Welcome to our show about the things we love and the things we hate and the things we love to hate. And here at Hate Watch With Us, we value dignity above all else. (laughs) Kelsey, I'm going to need you to be a royal robot just for today. (laughs) What about for the rest of my life? So we did another thing. Here we, we are. Have regrets. Here we are doing this thing that Lifetime did to us because this is the choice that we made about who we want to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the choice about who we want to be is the people who cover Lifetime, Harry and Meghan films. Yeah. So here we are to discuss Harry and Meghan escaping the palace. Escaping? The palace. Escaping the palace. Escaping the palace. We called this. We called this long before. Long before it was ever announced. Oh, yes. In fact, we may have manifested. (laughs) And for that, I am am sorry. (laughs) To everyone. Yeah. To literally everyone. She's speechless right now. I find it overwhelming to know where to begin because uh-huh. I understand from having lived through this film once that once we get into it, it will snowball. It, it, it will snowball. You're right. It will snowball. So, this movie comes after the first two. <laughs> Yes. The first one is our sad boy lion sex movie. Yes, which was simpler the, times, honestly. Simpler times and, like, somehow more in Lifetime's realm, maybe? There's a lot about this film that was clearly, like, somebody at Lifetime was like, we need to do something audacious, and so we are going to do an art, because... yeah. yeah. We've been given a mandate to do so. Yeah. I And, like, I, a mandate from whom? From God, perhaps? <laughs> According to Lifetime. Perhaps. <laughs> that is the feeling I get. Like, <laughs> I think, like, we need to convey the art. Yeah. No, I think we, we need to convey the vision. Yeah. And so, like, for instance, if you didn't see the trailer for Harry and <laughs> Meghan escaping the palace. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> they were all so traumatizing. It's all these individual talking heads of, like, Will and Kate and Harry and Meghan and the Queen. Yep. And they are, like, it's, like, sort of full body center framed in a chair, like, documentary style, except sometimes there's, like, kind of off-kilter angles. And, like, some camera work. 
and the lighting is like a little uncanny yep. to make it look like severe. Yep. And then each of them says something like prophetic. Yes. About like the monarchy or some shit. And I can't remember what they all say, but they all say something. And then it ends with Megan and the camera zooms in on her. It starts with like the full body of her gripping the arms of her chair. And then it zooms in and she says, what if I made the biggest mistake of my life? (laughs) It's really the vibe. (laughs) And from then on, once we actually get into the film, the entire film is still lit the same way. And it's still shot from all these like high downward angles Mm-hmm. And especially when they want to get Will in a scene, they always, like, come at him, like, way on the rule of thirds, but at an angle. <laughs> like, let's get him in the left third, but let's come from way up high. Because that's sinister looking, I think. <laughs> this movie doesn't really have a point of view, and I think that's part of its problem. But, okay, so, taking a step back, the first movie... Is about them meeting and falling in love and getting married. And there's a lot of room to build a narrative. True. And take some creative license, right? Some very, like, harmless, flirtatious license. And then the second one was about their kid. I don't recall enough of that honestly (laughs) no it wasn't about their kid it was about the wedding it was about wedding planning oh and it ended with them having a kid it ended with them having the kid you're right you're right so but it was like but it was wedding planning and then so the whole thing is like wedding planning and she has that super fabulous wedding planner for some reason yes 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 and then they get to the wedding and the whole thing is like can she carry the burden of like representing every black woman in the world yes um and then yeah they they do the like where are they now of archie being born archie was born and then they cut to like an epilogue of them like pushing the stroller around thank you that was was why that was the only visual that i had in my brain i was like i think there was more but i don't i don't know it was the wedding film it feels like there's some. Room. It was it in order. It goes royal romance, becoming royal. Thank you. Yes. Escaping, escaping. the palace, which <laughs> is a real escalation. It's a real hard turn, and it's also like this one. They were just like, we're gonna do a clip show of everything that happened, and we're just gonna reference everything, and we're just gonna smash it all together it's like if i watched a documentary of like this period in their lives it would be the same content because they focus so much on recreating specific things and specific phrases and conversations that it was like there was no real creative license besides besides the one sex scene that no one asked for and like (laughs) And speaking of manifesting, I just wanted on the okay. record okay. that you did okay. this. I did this. You I, did this. I did this. You asked for it. You brought it upon us all. And now we all have to deal with the wreckage. I never said that I wanted Lifetime Rails to fuck. I just said I wanted Hallmark to fuck. And somehow this all escalated. 
<laughs> okay, but they are one in the same. If okay, one fucks, okay. the other has to fuck. Okay, no. Tell that to Candace. Candace is Okay, not, I think Lifetime has always, like, been more likely to fuck than Hallmark. True, yes, but we know But if Hallmark fucks, then Lifetime has to, like, fuck double. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. That's true, that's true. Because Lifetime is, like, the edgier older sister to... Exactly. ...a Hallmark. Right. Wow. No, it really does watch, like... I mean, all of all of these screenplays are written from the crumbs of tabloids, where someone just like, yeah, goes through ten years of like the Sun or whatever, whatever other tabloids are out there, yeah. and is like, okay, this looks like a plot point, but they like make you think they have some kind of source somewhere. This mm-hmm. film lays bare that there is no inside source; there is only Google. Yeah. Like, I started writing down from the beginning all of the references that they did, and it's, like, a full page and on to the back. Oh, my God. That was, like, little things writing, too. They felt like they had to put in. And, like, things that were unnecessary? Like, I don't know know when we're ready to get into it, but tell me why we needed the monkey tweet pictured at minute, like, three of this movie. (laughs) My favorite thing is, like, one of the first scenes is Harry and Megan talking to their chief of staff character. Yeah. And he like comes in and is like, this might be when the monkey tweet thing happens, but he's like, Oh, there's bad press again. And he like shows her on his iPad because apparently they all have iPads. (laughs) And Megan's like, and the palace won't do anything to protect us. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so you watched Oprah. Good mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. We wrote a whole screenplay off Oprah. It really feels that way because every line of dialogue was a direct pull quote from that interview that was then, like, added a few more sentences here and there. But they made sure to get that one line in that's like, like I the don't feel protected were... by the family or whatever. Well, oh, my God. Talk about jumping ahead. There's... <laughs> The scene of her and Kate, uh, is it like the trooping of the colors or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, and there are no, 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 no. It's when they all like Kate and Will come to see the baby in the U.S. Yeah. In the and U.S.? I think I thought it was in the U.S. No. I no. thought they like flew to the U.S. because no. then. That would not be canon. That would not happen. <laughs> I. I don't know. Megan, like, makes this whole thing about, like, oh, thanks so much for coming, and, like, makes it sound like they went on a whole journey. Anyway. No, it's because they went to Frogmore. Oh, Froghouse. Because they didn't go for a while, but, yeah, we're gonna get back to Froghouse. <laughs> That's a whole segment. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry, my body's already there. Uh, so... <laughs> Um, anyway, so Harry and Will go out for a walk and Kate and Megan, like, go for girl time. And Megan's, like, trying to talk to Kate about the bad press. And she's like, I think we should be allowed to defend ourselves. And Kate's like, it be like that. Yeah. I don't know. And then (laughs) Megan, like, whips around and looks at her and goes, I feel like I'm being silenced. Yeah. It's like, okay. Okay. I did the Oprah <laughs> hand for those of you she who did. can't see me. <laughs> she did. 
I wish she had done it. If they had like done been a little more tongue in cheek, it would have been really. That would have been that would have been funny. Yeah, that would have been funny. Or if Kate had been like silent or silenced. <laughs> I was just like, like you don't have to be that on the nose. Like we get it. The we get that, it. The example of this that was the most obnoxious to me was when she's talking to her mom and her mom's like, let's go out to lunch. And she goes, how? I don't have my wallet or my keys or my passport. Like, do you need your passport to go out to lunch? Who would say that? Like, no, no, no. And her no. mom knows that. Right. Like, and then in thank that you scene, for this new information. in that same scene, She's like, they don't want me to go out because I'm overexposed. And her mom's like, you haven't been anywhere in months. And she's like, apparently I'm still overexposed. <laughs> and again, it's like, you that's not. <laughs> you guys are missing the like wild arm gestures that Kirstie's doing. But I want to just go on the record and say that she may be a candidate for Lifetime Megan and Harry Four. <laughs> Based on acting skill alone, because it seems like you're right right on target there. I think I really bring the drama. You do. There's a dramatic element that's missing from Meg's portrayal. I think if she I, were... If if her body language was a little bit more wacky-waving, inflatable arm-filling tube man, I think, like, it would be a more cohesive <laughs> performance. <laughs> I read a, a, like, really rough Salon article about this movie just a few minutes ago. I have that tab open. I haven't gotten to it yet, but I have it open. They said that the benefit of casting a new Harry and Meghan in every movie is that whoever plays them can hide this in their filmography faster. Yep. Okay, I don't know if we're ready for this, but I did want to ask you at some point if we could do, like, a ranking... I'm ready. Okay. This this has no structure, so sorry for anyone. We're it's, we're gonna be all over the place, just like this film. Yeah. Um. The second Meg is my favorite. Same. She was the best, and then first Meg, and who I don't know who this third Meg is. I don't know. I don't. And know truly, like I don't know I, who she is. I don't know who she is. No. I'm not even being cute. I don't know who this person is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I truly mean no disrespect to the actors in these films because, like, everyone is on their own journey in this life. <laughs> and we're all yes. just doing our best. Yes. And some people's paths lead them to interesting places. Mm-hmm. And so this is a stop on a journey for someone. Yeah, if we're being critical of anyone in this film, it's probably not the actors, honestly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's many other people before there's, them. There's a much bigger, like, power structure surrounding these actors. Yeah, yeah. There's also a costuming department that I will have words with, but that's for later. Yeah. Yes. So... I think First Harry is the best, though. First Harry is good. First Will, I think, was good. Mm. None of the Kates have been good. Absolutely it's none the of them are acceptable. the same Kate every time. Is it the same Kate? It's either the same Kate or the same Will, because that article said there were two... That one that I started to open. So yeah. One of them had been in all three, and one of them had been in two out of the three. Okay. So, 
really, who are they? Who are any of these people? They are unrecognizable as human beings. He's from Iowa? Yes. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, doesn't shock me. Why would you keep the same... Okay, Kate was the same in all three of them. Hmm. Why would you keep the same Will and Kate in all three, but change the Harry and Megan's? <laughs> I think it's so funny. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I believe the Charleses have changed. But right? I think this was a good Charles. I, I just... I think it was somehow any Charles is too generous to roll Charles. That's fair. Although this Charles was pretty bumbling in the sense that his only job was to like be on screen and stammer sometimes, which is fine. Yeah. And we're not even going to talk about any of the Elizabeths. No, they don't deign. No. To warrant any feedback. What was like, what was happening there? Again, I have words for the costuming department. Who are any of these people? I don't know who anyone is. Who's any who are who are any of these people on screen? Who are any of these people working on the production? <laughs> who are any of these set pieces? Who is anyone? Okay, let's let's bring this back around a little bit. Okay, sorry, yeah. We're off the Casting rails. That was alarmingly better than what we're used to was the Diana person. Yes, this Diana was good. I actually meant to look her up because I think she might have been another Diana. She wasn't perfect. Like, she's not going to be the Elizabeth Debicki that I'm really putting all of my money on. So, <laughs> like, it wasn't that. Bonnie Soap Soper? Sopper? S-O-P-E-R? Okay. I don't know. Nope, this is her only time being Diana. She was a decent Diana. We know I was right. She was in a royal romance. Oh, no, she was in all three of them. She was in all three of them. I can't read. She was in all three I of them. I didn't even realize they'd put her in all three of them. Yeah, that I knew. Boy. Okay, so this film opens with a scene of the car wreck in the tunnel. I missed it, this. That's oh why God, I don't you, remember it. I didn't oh, see this. I tuned in like three minutes late. Oh my God. I was unwell. It opens with a scene in the tunnel and the car slipped over. Like they spent some money on this. They have all the press immediately rushing to the car and trying to open the door. And they open the door and Megan's in the car. And that's the first dream sequence that we get. Oh, because they reference his nightmares all the time. Uh-huh. <gasps> I hope you guys can hear the faces I'm making. I was like, no, not one person asked for this. Wow. Wow. That. That's almost as bold as the art that they do with the stairs scene. Oh, my God. Which they yeah. they started to do this, and I screamed. I, I was watching it ahead of Kelsey for once, and I was, yeah. like, screaming. Yes, yes. <laughs> because I couldn't spoil it. But I was just like, oh, my God, they are going <laughs> to a place? Oh, my God. Because, you like, they start with her walking down the stairs, and then they flash to Diana, and I was just like, oh, no. Yeah. 
No. Also, just like that's the creative liberty you're gonna take. Like that's that's what we're gonna reenact for fun. That was the thing. Is it's it's like such low hanging fruit. Yeah. And so like. So for the, those of you who didn't see it, what I they're can't even showing finish the sentence. is they're flashing. They're showing what was referenced in the Oprah interview, which was Megan. Which, first of all, they do this. Like, they're going through linear time. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, they're just like, five months earlier. Yeah. And we do this random flashback (laughs) sequence that no one ever explains. No, it wasn't. Yeah. So they show Megan having a, like, breakdown and referencing what she told Harry that she was feeling like depressed and suicidal which she referenced in the interview and they chose to manifest this in her getting ready for this event and going down the stairs and standing at the top of the stairs and then reflecting on what she might do presumably. Mm-hmm. And then we flash back to Diana, who threw herself down the stairs at one point. <laughs> While pregnant. Yeah. And they do a <laughs> bunch of these, like, art shots of, like, Megan holding her belly and looking at the stairs and Diana yep. holding her belly and looking at the stairs. Yeah. And then, like, they do this long moment with Diana as she's, like, rocking back and forth, getting the momentum to, like, throw herself down the stairs, and at the last second they cut to Harry talking to Megan at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah, help. Help? Help. No! (laughs) No one one asked for this. And I also, okay, I want to go back again to this salon piece, because it's the only thing I read, obviously, but they said they, their interpretation was that this was so polished because it felt like there was a sense that it could have been seen by Harry and Meghan and they wanted to do right by them. And I 1000% disagree at that take because this is like the most disrespectful possible take on this scenario that you could- It's so fucking gratuitous. Like, no. It's so insulting and gratuitous. And there's Mm -hmm. no point at which there's any like- genuine exploration of like why somebody might have mental health concerns in this environment it's literally just like spitting out buzzwords from the internet and being like equals depression harry talks to people and basically just stands there and is like racism is bad you should say no to racism and then that (laughs) And then Megan, like, storms around in the background being like, they won't protect us. Yeah. And that's literally the entire movie. Yeah. Also, I read, um, I'm, like, halfway through this thing from the Washington Post where they're talking, um, they, like, have a couple quotes from a producer, director, some some somebody who had no business being involved in this mm-hmm. talking about how it was important to them that Will and Kate not be the villains in this portrayal. Yeah. They literally did villain lighting to Will. They did. They like really were. It was like a half measure with Will because they were like, they wanted to make him the bad guy, but like 
why not point the finger where you know it belongs? Let him say the thing that we all know he said. Just go for it. Your lifetime. You can do this. <laughs> you can do this. You want to be gratuitous? Like, come on, man. If we're going to be disgusting about it, then just put it all out there. Let's all just get it out there right. and create the headcanon that's already accepted on the internet. Right. They get, like, so close, and they're like, no, never mind. He might be a good guy after all. No. I mean, he, I don't so, know, he might be, but, so like... They're so protective about Kate for no reason. Like, I don't they're really... They're protective of her while also making her, like, a mean girl. Yeah, it's it's really, like, a weird dynamic, and it's I think it's just, like, poor writing and <laughs> not having a sense of what they want to do with any person in this movie. They're also so invested in making Will, like, seem mean so that they can justify the tension between Will and Harry that they almost make Will seem abusive of Kate. And then they, like, work too hard to make Kate too passive. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's a real awkward thing, especially then when we come around to that scene at the end. Right. Where Will starts making a pass at her. I'm sorry, What? The, the whole scene where he's like, we should do more PDA because the oh, public wants us to be relatable. I can't. I can't. And then he's I like, everyone likes it when Megan touches Harry's back and Kate leans in and is like, oh. <laughs> Still have no idea what they were trying to accomplish with that. But it was like, Will's going to get some... I guess this is a sign of him learning a lesson from this whole ordeal. Well, like, their angle of, like, whatever the dynamic may actually be, it's very nuanced, obviously, yes. and deep-seated in generations of issues, okay? And how... Lifetime chooses to frame it is Will and Kate sitting there saying, I don't want a rival monarchy set up in North America. Like, that's not actually what that's they're concerned what's about. what's going on here. That's not, that's not the conversation. No. Like, say that you're worried about the monarchy you control. Like, we can talk mm -hmm. about that. But Lifetime choosing to position them as rival monarchies is like, Wow. That's not how it works. No. Okay, Alright, we also need to talk about, related to this, how their press person, the villain, the real villain chick. Yeah. Um, Who I was they, convinced for the entire film was Rita Skeeter until I googled Rita Skeeter <laughs> and then was like, no. She just has Rita Skeeter vibes. <laughs> yeah. Not at all the same person. Not even no. close. But they decide to, as a, as a group that they're going to cancel them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Specifically say, we'll do this thing called canceling them. Mm -hmm. And then the conversation goes, we can't exactly cancel the most woke bloke and his feminist bride. I also have that quote pulled up on my screen. Thank you. Followed by, but the firm can cancel their royalness. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to cancel Lifetime. Yes. Let's cancel Let's all cancel of the writers lifetime. who worked on that line. 
If you told me this movie was generated by algorithm, I wouldn't believe yes. you. Big algorithm vibes. Yeah. Huge. The most woke bloke in his feminist bride. It's incredible. Someone's proud of themselves for that. And, like, I love a rhyme. <laughs> That's one of those like, lines where, like, that writer, like, woke up in the middle of the night. Yes. Or, like, was in the shower and was like, fuck me, I need a pen. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yikes. Um. Yeah. <laughs> the other line that we just need to get out there in the world that is not related to this is <laughs> Corona, the crown that nobody uh, Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot that one. Oh Which my would, god. If I could award a single thing in this movie, it would actually be that line, because wow. That... The best part is that the context was that Megan's like, oh, I'd give you a hug, but... And her chief yeah. of staff goes, Corona, the crown nobody wants. Like, <laughs> what?! If you were like, we've all had plenty of interactions in the last eighteen months or whatever, where we've been like, oh, you know, I, I, you know, <laughs> where we're all like, oh, I'd get closer, but and everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if someone looked you in the eye and was like, <laughs> I dare you, I dare you, I would pay the you crown money. nobody wants. <laughs> Because the thing of it is, is it's such a deep cut of a pun. I know. You have to understand, like, the etymology of coronavirus. It's, yeah. <laughs> like, some writer, I I would bet all my money that the same writer wrote yes. both lines. Yes, I agree with here. that. Absolutely agree with that. This movie did come for Andrew in a way that I was proud of them for. Okay, no, I disagree. But also it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. No, I I take issue with it. This was where I also feel like it was written by algorithm. Because in the first ten minutes, they get in an Andrew jab. Yeah. And then they come back, like, two or three times. And every time, it's just like, like, nothing is going on. And they're like, oh, what's Andrew getting up to? Yeah, it is, like, a little bit more, like, haha, funny than it should be. It feels like they're like, okay... The, the Crown did a better job of this. Yes. It feels like the rule right now is that if you mention the royal family, you also have to have a clause that says, we don't like Andrew. Yeah. And so everybody has to get in like the anti-Andrew... <laughs> you have to get the anti-Andrew, like, Easter egg Mm -hmm. into everything so that there's like no concern but andrew isn't present anywhere in the harry megan will kate saga well he he is he he they were used to deflect from him so they could have made this a bigger thing. Okay, but that's not what they portray in the film. No, that's not what they portray in the film at all. No, you're, you're right, right that, like, in real life, like, the palace was hiding behind all of this yes. so yes, that yes, they yes. so yes. that they could, like, burn yes. through news cycle yes. to bury Andrew's stuff. Yes. But that's not what's happening here. What's happening here no. is Andrew is standing in a corner at a party, and everyone's yes. like, Andrew! The crowd nobody wants! <laughs> 
<laughs> Andrew and COVID are the same character in this film. <laughs> oh no, you're right. You're right. I just, and there's that one shot, I don't know if they ever showed... Andrew again in this film, but there's this one shot at that party at the beginning where the queen or Charles or someone says, oh, I better see what Andrew's getting up to. And they like walk away and like tap Andrew on the shoulder and an actor turns around. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine oh, playing like a, like an extra, but like named as Andrew in this day and age? Like, <laughs> do you really want like 10 no. seconds of screen time credited no. to you as Andrew on your IMDb. <laughs> Wanted pedophile. <laughs> Slash Liz's favorite son. <laughs> how is this helping your career? I know that actors are just trying to live, but like, how is this helping? <laughs> just trying to live. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know. Unbelievable. Don't know. But one thing... That I was, like, low-key impressed that they managed to slide in here. Like, it was almost like, how many references can they s- sneak into this one plot? It's, it is almost a feat, honestly. But they fit in the conspiracy that the Cambridges had Instagram bots that made them ahead of the Sussexes. And they fit that <laughs> shit in, and that is so funny to me. That tells me that there was someone on the inside who has a vested interest in that conspiracy theory. Yes. Because they, in general, this story has such a loose grasp on the facts or theory of any given plot that they progress. But this one, someone had an operating understanding of. Yes, they did. (laughs) Yeah. It was just like... I'm just looking at my list, and it's just, like, so many things that no one needed to include that they did. I mean, like, I'm looking back at our chat to make sure I haven't missed anything, and 90% of it is just things like an artist happening that no one wants. (laughs) It's, like, the whole movie. (laughs) Like, they... There's this whole thing about how their daughter's name is Lil... Nickname is Lily... And Megan's mom called her Flower, and supposedly someone decided that's a connection. So they literally fit in as many times as possible into this script. Every time you see her, she's like, hi, Flower. Uh-huh. It's like, oh my god, I hate, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. You know what we haven't had a chance to touch on yet? Is it Frog House? <laughs> It's not Frog House. We will get, we will, we will okay, go to Frog House. I like two things Frog before Frog House, so tell me what we haven't discussed. Um, my thing is the part where um, Meghan Markle plagiarized the plot of Downward Dog. Yeah, we should talk about that. We it, I, Are we ready to talk about that? Mm-hmm. I'm always ready, anytime, any day. So, here's the <laughs> thing I didn't know about... I like I saw the internet when it was announced that Meghan Markle was doing Vogue. Yeah. So like I get it, black and white pictures of women, like she's a feminist, cool. Um I didn't realize that there was the part where the Vogue had a little mirror mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. it. And so we we get to the part of the film where Meghan is doing Vogue and Harry is looking at the stuff on the table and he picks up this little piece of like 
mylar or some shit. Yeah. And he's like, well, what's this? <laughs> Kirstie's losing it. <laughs> I like, I can't, I can't. And she's like, it's so that every woman will know that they're beautiful and see themselves in Vogue. Like, every woman wants to be in Vogue. And like, well, fuck off. Because... <laughs> Because Nan did this. Nan already did this. <laughs> I lost my mind. I absolutely thought this was an invention of the film. This podcast and Kirsty never once actually made the connection until this film. He's standing there, like holding the mylar, like bending it back and forth, so you can like see the reflection of his face, like in the crinkly plastic, and she's like. Every woman wants to be in Vogue. And I was like, oh my god, I'm going to set you all on fire. <laughs> I kind of wish I'd been in the room to see you. Every, straight to jail. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so, so fucking funny. How, like, how? How could that have happened more than once? She watched Denver Dog. I, I feel strongly. She had to have. I mean, she I was think we, the... She obviously watched Denver Dog. Like, it's the same demographic. <laughs> The first time we watched Downward Dog, we talked about the fact that that was not an original idea, even though the film pretend or the film, the show pretends it's a 10 hour movie. Yes. Pretends that it's like a stroke of genius. Yes. But like. Megan. Yeah. Megan. Yeah. 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 Unforgivable. I I know. I agree. I agree. Unreal. Absolutely unreal. Yeah. And how was this not, was it, did people roast this on the internet when that issue actually went out? There were, like, bigger concerns about, like, all the liberal women that she chose to be Mm. on the cover, so, like, no one paid much attention to the mirror, but I knew about the mirror, but that's, because what a missed opportunity. (laughs) I can't, like, I cannot, I, I was there for the Vogue discourse. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I was there when that happened. I can't believe I missed. I mean, I personally had a meltdown, and I told you about it, like, several times because of Downward Dog. I must have just, like, absolutely blocked it from my brain. <laughs> like, I think it must have been a trauma response where I was like, there's just no fucking way. <laughs> because that's how I felt watching this. I, I was like, there's just no fucking way. There is, like, an uncanniness that is present in Downward Dog that's also present in Lifetime's mm. films. Mm-hmm. I think it is that, like, like desire to just be so topical and current and, like... Yeah. Like... Just like, we are going to embody as much of the discourse... Yeah. ...as we can. But to not really get it right at the same time. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the AI part of it, isn't it? Is that, like, yeah, yes. like all, all algorithmic things are always, like, you know, here's the point, here's, like, the AI. Yes. It's always so I play, close, I and yet so far. I played with not that long ago, and it was truly alarming, the things that it told me. <laughs> it wrote copy for me that just made up stories, like, completely made Yikes. up stories. Yikes. And it was like, do you want to choose this option or this option? And I was like, well, I want the one that's correct, so neither. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> But, like, that's that's real. It's real. Yeah. I'm not over it. 
No. So I have some gripes I need to file um, regarding costuming and makeup. Sure. So, makeup-wise, the Cambridges are very bronze. Yeah, why? That's the full complaint. They're, why? They're not that bronze, guys. They're not that bronze. Despite the person who got in our mentions who we didn't need. Okay, we got a reply guy for maybe the first time ever? <laughs> I, with the caveat, um... And the thing that was amazing to me about that experience is, like, do they not have a functioning understanding of lighting? Correct. Correct. Like, was this a situation where reply guys don't have eyeballs? I think is what I needed to know. Yes. It was also, like, not the angle that we were interested in. Like, no. No, you know... People talk about how you can't have humor on the internet. Yeah. I I know that. We experienced that. that twice in one night. <laughs> yeah, it's like I understand this functionally. It's rare in my life that I have to encounter it in such a blunt force kind of way. <laughs> yeah, but they were out there. <laughs> they were, like, out there. Yeah. Somebody yeah. tweeted about... My mistake for calling them the Windsors generally and not the Cambridges, like, my bad... But I think it applies to all Windsors. I no, it's still correct. And it was that they they're just not that bronze. Like they and like on Kate, they kept putting the bronzer like in the mid cheek. Yeah. Like yeah. beyond the contour zone. Yep. And it's like that's not even like that's not even how we do makeup right now. No, and like she doesn't she just doesn't self like fake tan like that. She just doesn't. No, she doesn't. <laughs> She's and, a very, like, light floral makeup vibe. Like, yeah. slight flush, nothing else. Right. Then William certainly doesn't. <laughs> no, dude's not doing shit. No. And so our reply guy responded with a picture of Megan and said that she uses bronzer, which, like, I have no argument for because that's not who we're talking about. But also the picture that he used was, <laughs> it was, no- lighting. was nothing. He was like, in this one picture, it looks like her hand is darker, and then in this other picture, it's lighter, so she washes off her bronzer. Okay, no lighting. Like, and also, what are you, the, like, bronzer police? Apparently. (laughs) Apparently, some people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, in fairness, at least you have a functioning understanding of how bronzer is applied to the body. Also, I'm commenting on a film that was produced for my eyes to view versus, like, some poor person being in public being photographed. Correct. Somehow Also it's correct. Also, yeah. We, we didn't accuse anyone of anything other than bad makeup artistry, which is not the same as correct. colorism, which is where the, this was trying to go. Yeah. So anyway, it's yeah. my beef with the makeup department. But the costume department, I have more specific comments for because every single costume they tried to recreate was an atrocity, but Truly. none more so than the Oprah dress. The second the second one is that yellow Kate dress, which, like, if you go to the Town & Country article I sent you, there's yes. a, a we're yes. going to need to talk about this picture again later dress. anyway. Yeah. Why yeah. are the seams not going in the same directions 
It's honestly so bad. The there's anytime they're wearing like what looks like a replica custom piece, it does not look good. It's not great. It's not great. And like I know that these poor costumes people are like operating on zero budget and probably yeah. zero time. Yeah. But like your seams could be even at least. <laughs> I mean, there's literally a part of her collar that looks like they caught it. Yeah. When they were yeah. like, like, what are we doing? Also, in theory, these dresses are custom measured and the sleeves are too tight on Kate, which is a neat fucking trick because this is a petite woman. Right. Hey, listen, we're not talking about sleeves being too tight today. This is not. I've been afraid to ask, honestly. <laughs> it's fine. My sleeves are fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a trauma. Uh-huh. Um, we went from too tight to Princess Diana to what should be acceptable. Oh, so we're we're in the range now. We're good. Okay. I got a text today that this is relating to regard in regards to my wedding dress sleeves having issues. I got a text that said that the gathers on the sleeves are so much better from the seamstress. <laughs> Okay, when your seamstress agrees with you on your critique, you know that some shit has gone down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guys have been on a journey together. Uh Uh-huh. I can't believe you haven't sent me a single picture. Because I only put it on for one second in her basement, and then I take it off. (laughs) I've been there so many times. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Anyway. Anyway. It's anyway, unbelievable to, to me that they dress. managed to make anything too tight on this woman. That's fair. Um, the flowers in the Oprah dress literally look, look like tracing paper. Like they're just like hot glued on top of a it black dress. Like, I, like it looks like I like I swear to God, like they have this like blue outline on the white that makes it look like they just took a blue marker and put it on tracing tape. Yep paper yeah and then cut it out and pinned it onto the dress i mean maybe they did it's not out of the realm of possibility also that dress was too tight on her which is also a neat trick since like her baby bump was fake so like (laughs) (laughs) how did you screw this one up guys like it's so bad the the um like beige um, I don't even know what to call that dress. The one that she wears oh, in the, the ITV like, trench interview. coat dress. Yeah, that yeah. one was also rough. That was not great. That was a struggle. That was, it was a struggle. It's like, well, like, Lifetime, you could solve this problem for everyone by just not worrying so much about recreating moments and worrying a little bit more about, like, building a narrative i mean truly there are like whole ass blogs that are like here's how to do a dupe of yeah royal clothing or like here's some alternatives that are affordable and like you get the same vibe like i'd rather pick a black floral dress that looks better than pick something that's like an art project from the fifth grade where they're like slapping something on top of her shoulder also, let's be, like, so clear that no one wanted them to do the Oprah. No. No. <laughs> Not a single person. 
came out of the opera and was like, I cannot wait to see Lifetime recreate this moment by moment. Every person who cares about this movie, I promise you, already saw Oprah. Already saw the Oprahs. We don't need to see Oprah again. And if we do, give me her saying silent or silenced. Otherwise, I don't want it. <laughs> and, like, certainly there was a way that, like, like they every once in a while in all three of these movies, they'll do a montage with real-life people. Like, in this movie, <laughs> they did a montage of um, world leaders arriving for some oh, shit. Yeah. And, like, Justin Trudeau walks in and it's like, oh, you're, that's actual Justin Trudeau. Yeah. Because it, it's, because of that uncanny quality of it all, it is shocking when you see, yeah. like, an actual, like, yeah. person. <laughs> because it's like, oh, that's what actual Justin Trudeau looks like. You're not <laughs> a knockoff. <laughs> and so, certainly they could have done some kind of, like, soundless montage like that using just enough Oprah clips. Yeah, but Oprah was not going to give them access. Are you kidding? She has a rival network. I Are don't you know. Are telling me that the O There's got to be, like, some fair use image shit out there. I, like, not I don't know. Oprah. Not for they Oprah. They could have fucking done something. Production. They could have done something. Yeah. To not try to recreate this. Yeah. You can literally, like, I I absolutely think this was, like, an applique, because you can, like, see a shadow. You can. No, I know. It's truly horrifying. And for what? What did we get out of it? Because they, they also only have them do, like, two quotes from the interview. Yeah. Yes. And they weren't, like, the most pivotal ones of the interview, thank God. But, like, what did we get from it? Right. Who was it for? I, if they're, okay, if we're not getting Oprah, I want the edited part where Harry actually says who said the thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Though I don't believe he did, but like that's what I want. No, Oprah knows. She knows. Uh, he didn't say it on in that moment. No. But Oprah did say in her statement, like one of her many statements over the next few days, that she knows. She knows. She absolutely fucking knows. Yeah, if they wanted to... If they wanted to do this shit, they needed to just, like, go out on a limb and put out there who they think. Yeah. What they think Oprah knows. But what I think... So I was thinking a little bit about, like, what they didn't include, because they spent so much time on what... Fitting every single thing in that they could possibly fit in. Yeah. But what was interesting they didn't include, unless I totally missed it, is, like, the negotiation about like losing all of their patronages and all of the military titles nope, like skipped that all was of it. a big deal well because they so i missed sort of like the middle third ish yeah when they're in and out of africa yeah i caught bits and pieces of it but i didn't catch all of it so they have this like whole bit at the beginning where they're newlyweds and then yep. they have this whole long bit in africa and then they have the beginning of mexit and then suddenly it's like there's 20 minutes left in this movie and we have to cover the business negotiations, the complete, like, um, unraveling of the relationship between Harry and Will. Yeah. The Oprah interview, <laughs> the second baby. Like, it was like they suddenly realized that they had to fit the whole story. Right, right. Into the very end. So, yeah, they have, like, the summit. But it's so, like like tunnel vision on this like 
Will and Harry, like, manufactured dynamic. Yep. And it's, like, not actually giving... Like, there's a narrative that they could have built here that would have been a better payoff had they bothered. (laughs) And the closest they get to it is there's, like, one scene where Megan's like, we want to serve. And then there's one scene where Harry's like, Megan never chose this. She wanted to serve. And then there's the scene at the summit where the queen is like, we have to prove to the public that we're a family. We're a business, but we're a family first. And then she says something about how, like, the business will happen later. Yeah. And then they go to the long Commonwealth speech for some reason that no one understands. Right. Like, they they tend to skim over the parts that, like, you would... that are important to them. It's because they don't... They're not actually invested in... No, they're not. In the point of it all, they don't care about the actual human tragedy here, and they don't care about what Harry and Meghan were even trying to convey. No. Or what they even believe about their own exit. Yeah. It's not based in any human emotion. Mm -hmm. It's based only in creating, like, a compilation of internet fodder yeah are we gonna get a christmas prince four that follows this because i feel like the christmas princes always follow follow suit and we never discuss this (laughs) is it christmas prince four would that be four (laughs) you know the christmas prince help (laughs) oh my god oh my god Oh no. <laughs> Did you go on a journey? I've just been on a, a whole fucking journey here. <laughs> my, my Christmas Prince Cinematic Universe is mixed up. Yeah, I figured that might happen. <laughs> I immediately went to Samuel and tight white pants. No, and I was like, no. there's not more than one of them. Nope. You're like, if there were, I would surely know. <laughs> and then I was trying to get the Vanessa Hudgens into the nope. Christmas Prince. No, no, no. I was like, Christmas but there's Prince. not four of those. Not yet. But now I'm back around. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh uh-huh. my god, you're right. right. Oh. Oh my god, now I'm on a different journey. Like, are they gonna... Didn't... We already... We've already established that we thought that was at risk, didn't we? I don't I don't know that it was as much of a I, I feel like a, we... a lot of time has passed, Kirsty. <laughs> no one's <laughs> talked about Christmas Prince, but I feel like Well, because they've already set it up, right? By talking about how she was gonna have like her own Didn't they move to New York at the end of the third one? I don't remember. Didn't they already kinda do a Megxit? Did they? Because she's still a journalist. Hold on. Uh, no, Christmas. she's not. Yeah, she is. Friends I blacked out that third three. movie. I completely blacked it out. Real baby. I'm pretty sure at the end of that, she gets to still be a, a journalist. Real baby? No, she, like, births a child while A Christmas doing Prince diplomacy. 4 will not be coming to Netflix this year. Confirmed okay. not happening. Okay. Which is just a fucking relief. <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, I love a hate watch as much as the rest of us, but sometimes you need a breather. You need a breather. Um, <laughs> is it time to talk about Frog House? Hold on. Okay. I'm still reading about the treaty. Okay. <laughs> the film closes with Amber writing her last blog post thanking her readers for supporting her. Oh, you're right. So she does give up the blog. Yeah. So this is next. But yeah, well, they I, because they've teed it up. They're going to fucking move back to New York and do some shit. Yeah. Anyway. 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 Um, so... Yeah, so this film was shot at Frog House. Uh, <laughs> on location. It was shot on location because apparently that's what Lifetime had for a budget. And as far as I know, that's how all films are shot. Yeah. Films have to be shot on location. I don't know that any filmmaker has the resources to do anything other than that. Right. Um. So frankly, I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> At the dramatic reveal of Frog House on camera for the first time known to the public. Lifetime got incredible exclusive access. Oh no. Oh no. Frog House. I think Lifetime is really underselling. Um, maybe they're just trying to to save all of the footage that they shot for this film to actually, like, re-release as a documentary. They're gonna do, like, a Cribs. Yes. Anyway, no one has ever taken pictures inside of Frog House. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. Not a single person. (laughs) Not a single person. In fact, I believe if you try to bring a camera inside Frog House, unless that camera belongs to Lifetime, because you have to shoot on location, the camera just (laughs) dissolves into a puff of dust. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. So. (laughs) So that's Frog House. Kelsey had the audacity to make one single joke. It was a good joke, whatever. It was an incredible joke. The issue, they were talking about how everyone got so upset that they spent a few million dollars to renovate Frogmore Cottage, and I said, because it looked a little choogy, maybe a lot choogy, and Super I said- Super choogy. They didn't even match up, like, the different tones of white. Like, no. they did the Instagram white aesthetic wrong, which is a neat trick, because all you have to do is make it white. But the furniture was, like, straight up 1994. Yes. Which was the problem. And so I said they spent $3 million on Frogmore Renos, and it looks like this. And then a, a kind citizen <laughs> took the time to tell me that I was wrong. <laughs> and they told us, they said... <laughs> Quote, you're not too smart, are you? <laughs> That's I'm sorry, I'm doing like the ugliest laugh imaginable, but I can't. <laughs> a set. And it's what they think the interior looks like. It's what they think the interior looks like. It's what they think the interior 
looks like. <laughs> it's a set. It's a set, and it's what they think the interior looks like. No one has seen or taken pictures inside the house. <laughs> 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 Don't mansplain to me what, what sets are. <laughs> Can you, like, the thing about these tweets is that someone takes time. Someone and so can you time. imagine sitting in front of a human being by proxy and being like, it's a set. <laughs> that's what they think the interior looks like. And, and that, it's just, it, that's what they think the interior looks like. Like, oh, is, can you tell me more about sets? I need set education. <laughs> oh my god. We had such a breakdown trying to think about how to respond. Like we probably could have done something with a with a frog house. Well no, because no one has ever seen oh, no or taken pictures seen of the inside. I mean I can find you a picture, but okay. No one's ever taken Lady a picture inside. Or man, whoever you are. You know, I I did a little bit of like tapping through on some of the engagement that we got. Yeah. And there's some really interesting Twitter feeds out there that are like very invested in royal opinions one way or another. Yes. Um and that's sort of what I learned from the from using a hashtag by accident, apparently. You know what I actually found out today is that um, one of the places that are particularly active on this topic is good old-fashioned Tumblr. That does not shock me at all. I'm like, oh, okay. In fact, I thought I thought that that like picture of Harry and Meghan under the umbrella was like proliferated on Twitter. That Tumblr. I mean, it was a Getty photo, so it was proliferated in a lot of places. Well, yeah, but I feel like that's, like, the kind of shit that Tumblr still exists for. Oh, I don't know. I haven't been on there in so long. Yeah. But it's good to know that they're out there still doing, doing the still Lord's work. Still out there doing the Lord's work. Someone on Tumblr has taken a picture inside a frog house, certainly. There's pictures on Instagram because what's her face lives there now. No one's ever taken a picture inside. One of the, one of the It's the what they think it there. looks like, Kelsey. It's it's a set. It's what they think it looks like. It's what they think it looks like. <laughs> I can't wait to tell you what sets are like regularly. <laughs> I it makes me want to like comment on every like <laughs> Every show yeah, that's like, ever used, like, the... it would be so easy. <laughs> Every set that's ever tried to recreate the Oval Office or something and just be like, this is what they think it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So this is why we have oh, the followers we have and <laughs> no more. It's so true. We will always... We will always have a natural capacity to our growth curve. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it'll be because it's what they think it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
the podcast is a set. Anyway, if you have thoughts about sets or dignity. <laughs> what you think Frog House looks like on the inside. If you've taken a picture inside of Frog House, um, you can you can tweet that to us at Hate Watch With Us. Or you can send us an email to hatewatchwithus at gmail.com. We actually got an email today. We did! It was delightful! We're so excited to hear from you. Um, They requested something that is already on our radar, so don't don't you worry. It's on the schedule. It's happening. Um, It's Cinderella by Amazon Prime. (laughs) By Jeff Bezos. Y'all, can I just say... (laughs) That I have rarely been as alarmed by the discrepancy in the discourse as I am for this film. The clips that I've seen, plus the promo, plus the press, plus the critic response, does not equal a response that I understand. (laughs) No. But we appreciate that Caroline specifically said that there were a few words sung by our father, Pierce Bruss. Yes! <laughs> so, as promised, Dad Month is happening. Cinderella Dad Month is, is going to be coming in so hot. Don't even worry about it. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah, we also have a website, HateWatchWithUs.com. I think that's all my things. And Oh, and leave us a four-star review. Four stars. Five stars? Five stars, stars, but write the lyrics to four stars. Okay, sorry. So, speaking of dad month, we've hinted at this already, but after this episode, we're going to take a brief hiatus of just a couple weeks, um, because we have some very important business to attend to. It's not that important. It's fine. It's pretty important. Um, It's fine. (laughs) Kelsey's low-key getting married, and then we'll come back and have dad month. And resume business as usual. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, so we will not have an episode for a couple weeks, and then we will be back in October with all of our dads. That's what you have to look forward to. All of our dads. All of our dads. And a mom. Well, I feel like that's a spoiler. Shit. Then take it out. (laughs) The last 20 minutes of this are going to be such a long end. (laughs) I'm sorry. If you want to listen to some podcasters who know what the inside of Frog House looks like and or have a functioning understanding of what <laughs> sets are, you can find our friends over at the Thought Bubble Audio Network. It's a network of podcasts that talk about other TV shows and comic books and fiction books and all kinds of cool stuff. And um, they, have, they have a whole podcast about movies um, so I bet they actually would be able to tell you something about shooting on location versus what filmmakers think the insides of things look like. And you can find all of them at thoughtbubbleaudio.com. I couldn't decide which one to go with first. Thoughtbubbleaudio.com or thoughtbubblefm on Twitter or thoughtbubbleaudio at gmail.com. And if you want to support the infrastructure that holds together the small society of podcasts... You can search Thought Bubble Audio on Patreon and um, so do whatever. Is it a subscription on Patreon? You can follow yeah, them on Patreon and give them money. Or you can do a one-time, I think. I don't know. You you do the money thing on Patreon, and that's what keeps our our podcast going. 
Yeah. So that we still have a website when it comes time to cover the fourth Harry and Meghan Lifetime movie. <laughs> oh, I don't want it. <laughs> Maybe I'll know what sets are by then, though. Nah. I can only dream. Nah. <laughs> well, um, thanks for listening. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Bye.